Welcome back to tonight's coverage of Merrimack Hockey. The Warriors play UMass Lowell tonight here at Lawler Arena. And joining us is Don Tutkahoon. He's helping to call the game along with Ryan Johnston on WBIN Television and Fox College Sports. And, uh, well, first of all, Coach, uh, as you know, these teams have played before earlier this year, the game in the, the Mariucci Classic out in Minnesota, a non-league game on the big ice. How do you think that, that whatever happened in that game a few weeks ago might translate into tonight's game? Well, I think certainly both teams learned a little about, not only about themselves, but about each other. Um, played on a different size rink than either team plays in at home. Uh, played, you know, in a situation where both teams are young, playing in a championship situation. I, I think it, uh, you know, it served both teams very well. Obviously, Lowell's happy to walk away with a with a championship trophy, but Merrimack undoubtedly had a good experience, having beaten Minnesota out there and and gotten themselves into the championship game. So I think it served both teams very well. Well, UMass Lowell, actually both these teams, I think, looking to bounce back off of last weekend's games. Lowell had a couple of tough losses against Providence College. Um, your, your thoughts on where Lowell is at this point in the season? Well, I think that because they're so young and and because they're, they, you know, they're trying to reconnect themselves with their identity, which is a real stingy team defensively, a team that's opportunistic. Uh, they, they score by committee. They've got a cadre of forwards here that all contribute on a regular basis basis i think they're just trying to become more of a consistent type team than they've been up to now i think they're looking to get the same type of attention to detail period in period out game in game out so that they can depend a little bit more uh, on their performance than they have up to date i think they've been good at times and not so good at other times and consequently uh they've wavered a little bit more than they have in the recent past yeah, one of the things that's impressed me the most, I think, uh, the few years now that Norm Bazin has been there has been, like you said, their attention to detail and the fact that they just they don't seem to make a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of fundamental things that they do very, very well. Like I said, game action, uh, not an awful lot of mistakes, like we said. You know, how do you, I guess, you know, when you, when you look at the job that he's doing and how he's been able to get them to that point, what do you think has been uh, most important in that regard? Well, I think he's created a culture that they're all very comfortable with. Uh, winning, you know, supports that. You win a few games, and everyone starts drinking the Kool-Aid, and they're happy to do so. I think it's a, a, a situation where they have a good scheme. They outnumber people on the puck. They play uh, within themselves. Uh, they they don't have any. It's about team uh, play. It's not the individual uh, uh, player that's carrying them. Although you could make a case for Hellenbeck, uh, the previous couple of years being a very special player, and he was central to their success. But now here they are. They've transitioned with a new goaltender, primarily Kevin Boyle, and pretty much they've still been able to get the job done, game in and game out. All right, well, let's talk about this Merrimack team. Like we said, they come off of a, a tie in this rink a week ago tonight and then a game that ended up getting postponed from Saturday to Sunday, and they went to UMass and, and lost by the score of 4-1, to one, but a game that was close right up until, until the final minutes. Uh, um, I mean, things can change so quickly, I guess, in this league. They came off of a sweep of Quinnipiac the weekend before, feeling pretty good, and I guess now off of last weekend, things can change. What do you, what do you see that they need to do to get back to what was successful for them? Well, I think clearly their, their scoring is coming from their underclassmen, with the exception of Brian Christie. Uh, Christie's a junior, and he's having a good year, but it's Gustafson and Saini and Hennig. They're doing the scoring. You've got Jardine, Singleton, and Gould, who are really good players that lend themselves to a lot of good play, shift in and shift out. 
but they haven't produced a goal. And so they need the seniors and the, in, in, in the upperclassmen to step up and contribute a little bit. I think the team becomes a, a little bit frustrated when it's only a few players carrying the load. They want to they be able to deal with that frustration, keep moving forward, get a contribution from a, a broader spectrum of players, and I think that will allow them to... to to generate the type of offense that they need to be competitive in this league game in and game out. The, uh, the, the that's a team that you look at and, and you say, well, coming off of last year, and I guess you know, outside of the locker room, at least expectations probably weren't that high. But then, based on their start to the season this year, they were up, uh, you know, 14th in the country in the polls at one point, and you know, still in the top 20. Um, there's been a big improvement, obviously, this year. Does that mean, you know, do you th- within the locker room now, do the expectations rise that much higher, you think? Oh, for sure. And I think the fact that they're doing it with, well, tonight, four freshman lineup, freshman defensemen in the lineup, and a sophomore, Colin Modest is the only uh, senior uh, defenseman they have. Right. Sure, Rasmus Terranen has been stellar throughout the year, and he's a key factor in their success. But with so many young players in the lineup, I'm sure they look around and say, if we keep working, we're going to keep getting better. And if we keep getting better, the sky's the limit. And that's where their confidence has to breed from that. And I think if they, if they keep that mentality, keep pushing, have a, a fair amount of success along the way, this team is destined to do great things over the next few years. I thought that the first few games of the year where they were able to win some close games, especially with those young players, helped them an awful lot. I think the first four wins were all by a single goal, some in overtime and some comeback wins and so on. Um, you know, I think I've heard you say, I know I've heard Mark Dennehy say, freshman on freshman once you get into the second semester anymore, right? I mean, they've, had, they've been here, but yet I guess at the same time, you know, they haven't been in a home stretch run in, in, in Hockey East yet, right? I mean, at this level. So what has to happen over the next few weeks or so for them to get to be where they want to be? Most young hockey players at this level, especially in Hockey East, will tell you when they're through with that first and second year playing, the one thing that they didn't expect was for the grind of the season, the intensity of each game, the consequence of each game to be so great that it, it has a weird down effect. Most of these kids have come out of junior hockey where they've played 60 games, sometimes even 70 games in a year, and they're, they're, they're not nearly as tired at the end of the season playing those 70 as you are playing the 40 at this level with the intensity being so great. Right. All right, so uh, Lowell and Merrimack tonight, you guys have the call on television. What are the points that you're going to hit as far as what's important for each team to do to have a chance to win tonight? Well, as I mentioned, from, from, the, from Merrimack's point of view, they need to create offense, and they need it, they need it to be more from committee. Uh, Gustafson's been great. Sini's been great. Hennick's been great. Christie's been great. But it's, it's those four, maybe another couple of guys that have done all the scoring. They need to spread it out a little bit. We need some upperclassmen to chip in with a goal or two in order for Merrimack to, to have a better chance of dealing with a Lowell team that really functions by committee. Uh, Gambadella, White, uh, Campbell, uh, Smith. I mean, they, they seem to chappy. They just seem to have a, a, a whole cadre of people that on any given night can be the difference in a game. And so I think uh, that will be the, 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 the trade-off. Is if Merrimack can trade off production-wise what Lowell can create, It'll be a really interesting game. All right. Thanks a lot, Coach. Uh, enjoy the game. Have a good call, and uh, we'll talk to you again down the line. Thanks a lot. All right. That's Don Tutkoon, the head coach, the former head coach, of course, but uh, color analyst tonight on WBIN. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.